welcome back to another episode of How Do You Like Your Tea? Hey, y'all. What's up? Everybody is all over the place today. We decided to record <laughs> at the worst time of the week, but we're getting it done. Mm, so, Gotta do it. Yeah, gotta, definitely gotta do it. Oh, just yeah, by stress. the way, guys, I have to pump. I'm sorry. So you might hear boosh, boosh in the background. I just realized that. Mommyhood. <laughs> Mommy life. For real. <laughs> like, you just, you're doing multiple things at the same time. True definition. You said whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> oh, my God. And that sound is super loud, so. It's not. I got the like... updated one, guys. Oh, okay, girl, your pants ain't even zipped up. Anywho, we'll be talking about today because we don't got all day. <laughs> I'm about to sing it to you. This is the heartbreak. Oh, tell. This, this is, is a bitch not bust that word in Houston. You could at least say it on a little bit of tempo. Okay. <laughs> you don't even, do you not know the words, girl? <laughs> oh my God, that's like one of my favorite songs. Maybe you enough. said you'd be Appreciate here it. by nine. Oh, yeah, that you took your time. Yeah. You didn't think to call me. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, but I'm not doing that anymore. But, anyways. <laughs> I love me some Whitney Houston. Crack it I off. do love Whitney. I do <laughs> I love, love Whitney. Not all. Oh, <laughs> I had to say it. I love her in all her stages because she used to be saying it on them drugs. Listen, if you don't, if you don't love me in my cocaine, you don't deserve me in my crack. Period. Oh my god. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Okay, yeah, but yes, yeah, we're talking about heartbreak. <laughs> we're talking about heartbreak and how it shaped our future love styles, or you know. How it shaped our love lives, stuff like that. I'm a first heartbreak. I was first heartbreak. I was to a be Specific. Can I talk about my first heartbreak first? We, we need about to, my first we, heartbreak. But you can't. You can't pump in and talk about your first heartbreak. No, I'm going right. to do it. Please quick, do it guys. before you pump because we do not want to yeah. hear that. So let me tell y'all what happened. <clears throat> what happened, girl? What year was this? I, I was in the fifth grade, going to the sixth grade, okay. <laughs> setting the scene, and I had spent the summer before um, in Canada, right? And mm-hmm. I think I called my little boyfriend one time and I don't think he was coming to the sixth grade with us. I'm not sure what happened. Either he wasn't in the fifth grade or he didn't come to sixth grade. Basically me and Davina had been in school with these people for since the first grade. Davina mm-hmm. left for like one year, but came back. So we grew up with these same exact people for what was it? Six years of our life. So I had this mm-hmm. boyfriend, his name was Jay Trape. And what you might have to edit that out. government though? What you might have to edit that out. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. So, anyways, this is when that song. Y'all remember the song? Um, God, leave me alone. Get the hell on. Get your bags, cause love don't live here anymore. God, I'm gonna have to play your song. But it was a popping song back then. It came out. So I I came back to school, and there was this girl. Her name was Davina. Knows her name, cause she might be listening to this, or somebody might know her. Do not Um, say her name. Do not say her name. Fine. So basically, we were sitting in class one day, and she was like. Jason told me to tell you he's through your cut. This is when cut was the word, your cut, because you cheated on him with somebody in Canada. And I was looking like, what? And then she started singing the song. And when I tell you I cried, I cried so hard because in my mind, I knew he was my boyfriend, even though he was in the same school. But then you sent this tramp to break up with me. Are you serious? Mind you, I was in the sixth grade and that really was my first heartbreak. So I made a promise to myself after that, I'm going to be a savage for the rest of my life. Mind oh you, God. I was only in the sixth grade and I Says the mom, married with two kids, pumping okay. breast milk. So, <laughs> savaging so, on that husband. <laughs> the of the story is I was a savage until I got married. 
That is true. I can attest because my heart was broken. Like, and it's amazing that in the fifth grade or sixth grade, I think it was in the sixth grade, that your heart really can be broken and it can shape you so young. But I think I was like eleven or twelve. But I made a promise: I'm not going to cry no more over no guy, no spilled milk. And Davina has stories of guys who apparently I made cry because I was a savage. Oh my God, the progression is real. So So it started. So no, mine is mine is younger. My my first first one, and then my first legit one are I was very young my first first one um shout out to anybody who went to uh number 44 school you might remember me but 44 school I had a teacher her name is Miss Duplessis she was Haitian and I loved her she gave me cereal in the morning so I remember in Miss Duplessis class (laughs) in Miss Duplessis class I remember I had this boyfriend let's just call him D and um he was my boyfriend and this man i remember this i remember this so vividly this man stole his mom's wedding ring and gave it to this girl named v so d my boyfriend stole his mom's engagement ring brought it to school to give it to this girl named d whole night i mean named v whole time my name t why are you giving a ring to v you know so I remember I was crying and Miss Duplessis, she was a, uh, I didn't define her. I, I Google her all the time. If anyone knows where Miss Duplessis is, tell her she impacted me greatly about men. Um, I was sitting on the steps at dismiss, dismissal and Miss Duplessis just came over and she hugged me. She said, men are dogs. And I said, yes, they are. And um, she gave me some more cereal. It made me feel better. <laughs> Oh my god. It was cinnamon toast crunch. It was great. So basically but foods made you happy your whole life. Basic my entire life, yes, basically. But my first official legitimately like like boyfriend, like we were a thing, we went on actual dates. It happened when I was in maybe like 10th grade or something like that. And me and this guy had been dating since the year before. Um and I had already fought girls because of him. Like it was already a thing, but nothing had compared to this. One day I was having a sleepover with two of my best friends from high school. We were all at my house. One person was in the bed. One person was on the floor. I was in the corner in my bed. We were sleeping over. And this girl called my cell phone was like, is this Tink? This is so-and-so. Oh, oh boy, is not your boyfriend. He's my man, blah, blah, blah. Now, here's the here's the stickler. This is back when signatures on cell phones were a thing, like mm. under the text messages. This man had... Um, I think his signature was Cash rules everything around me. Whole time, this girl's name was Cash, like Cash Monet, Damn. right? Such a New York name, Cash Monet. I know a couple of them. Um, but yeah, yeah, so she, girl, he called my, she called my phone, and he in the background like, I don't even go with Tink, mind you. We had been together for over a year at this point, and I'm just <sighs> boo hooing, which is why I'm, I think. I'm so traumatized with like bad news at nighttime or like loud noise that I think I'm, I have PTSD from that because it was like in the middle of the night, it was dark. I was answering the phone and I was just like crying. So I go to school the next day and um, like his best friend heard what happened and I'm telling him about it. And I see my boyfriend at the time walking up the hallway and I just run. I just run into the bathroom. I start crying. And the boy, his friend comes, gets me out the girl's bathroom. He's like, we don't do that. We don't cry. We we real. We don't cry. Get your ass out here. You will face him. 
So I'm like, <laughs> so um, he tried to talk to me about how it was a lie, whatever. First of all, we in high school. What is this girl doing at your house at like three o'clock in the morning? Right. Um, on some wifey status. Like, about, this ain't wifey your man. So, you know, we, we talk about it or whatever. And we get we get over it. The next week, this man's signature on his phone again was like, was like something with cash in it. So I asked him about it, and I was like, "What is this?" And he was like, "Oh, now you know how I just love money." Blah, blah, blah. And my dumb ass was like, "Okay." <laughs> oh man, this is. But he actually me. ended up going to prison. That's how we ended up breaking up. It was a good time. Good um, nutritious high school, fun you time. said, right? Like, high school, like cocaine, sophomore year, crack, crack cocaine like what year in high school were you in i he was in 11th grade so i was in 10th grade you know what davina i will say that's common because one of my ex-boyfriends from high school he got in trouble too for like selling drugs like it is what it is i mean it Wait, really, i mean i know i work with the population but i don't know why it just seems so far removed when you think about it it's like no, oh, no let me tell school. you how we need to reserve a whole so we need to do another story we need to do another topic on like being a ride or die probably because I need to tell you the story of how this man ended up going to jail and how I was involved. It was the craziest oh moment of my life. God. So yeah, that's for that's for another day. Yeah, was there okay. another situation what happened when you was a ride or die? I mean, let's stay on topic because we don't got a lot of time. Um, I just feel like she's a true ride or die. Wait, and, what do you wait? What situation? Let me write this down. Wait, at the new topic. I'm jumping the windows. <laughs> Was it no? Was it somebody who got arrested with you and you did nothing and you was like guilty by association for a ticket? Bryce, girl, Bryce, yes, yes. Oh my god, yes, girl. Oh, that was a girl. I got deleting all of this. Deleting all of this. Um, okay, well, yes, that's that was my uh, heartbreak. And when I say from that moment on, I have never been. I want to say honestly, truly, have never been um, faithful. I've cheated on every single person that I've been with <laughs> since then. And that is not a lie. And I'm not proud of it. It's been, I have never been faithful to a person. Why do you feel man. like because you, he wasn't faithful to you? He wasn't faithful like, to me. I can't trust was, any man. Like it was, Yeah, it was kind of like I had to beat them to the punch. Like we were so young. And even when I had an inkling that you were going to do something, I was like, ah, oh, nah, I'm going to do it first. So therefore, you know, I beat mm. you to the punch. And that has happened it up until like this day. Now the person I talk to currently, like I I mean, we're not oh also I haven't done I mean I, I think back I did maybe like two official relationships, but from that point on I have never been like officially like officially, girlfriend, and boyfriend. It's, and it's always been my doing. It has never been the man like, oh, I don't want to take you places, I don't want to do things, I don't want to show you off. It's always been like, let's not tell people about this because I'm gonna cheat on you. And um, oh, I'm changing my shit. ways now because I'm old and um, older. I think I, I'm older. Okay. Yes, I'm older. And I, I, you know, people are worth not cheating on. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm but glad yeah. you, you got something out of this, you know, experimentation phase, I'll call it. Yes, yes. That's actually super crazy because I was, I was kind of struggling thinking about my first heartbreak because I feel like sometimes you perceive heartbreak when you how you going through a heartbreak when you ain't even with this nigga you know what I mean oh it's (laughs) all 
especially when I think about like elementary school heartbreaking, I was always super shy. And I, I, now that I think back, I'm like, I probably had low self-esteem because I mm-hmm. really didn't think I was that cute or anything. So I would be so, You're so cute, but I never really believed it. I mean, I, and it's not like I didn't grow up hearing that. I know it sounds crazy, but I was just always like, there's someone cuter out there. Like he, Girl, he's not going to be <laughs> and he's like, fuck off. Ho. But, right. But if y'all don't true. know what that hater looks like, she's a bad bitch. So. But I really she's just my truly cousin. told Come on. I can't. I can't. Hello, somebody. Oh this is what I told myself in elementary school. This is what I'm saying. Remember, I was quiet. I sucked my thumb. And then I went to school with Ebony. Ebony's the loud cousin. And we're cousins. So mm-hmm. I'd be like, hey, this is Ebony's cousin. Like, I remember going to high school and Ebony not being in Boston. And they were like, you're Ebony's cousin, right? And Ebony was you're no like, longer damn. here. I can I'm never like, be yeah, my person, I'm Davina. my own self. Like when I would meet people and they'd be like, oh, you're Davina, right? I'd be like, what? Like, cause it was just like, I literally, I'm like, damn, do I blend in with the fucking walls? So it was <laughs> for real though. So it was like, I, and I honestly didn't mind it. Like it was kind of like my thing, like my MO, like mm-hmm. I just hide behind her clout and like, yeah. no one will notice me. Therefore no one will bother me. And I can have right. like my time to myself. I had my one friend Deja and it was like, that's all I really need. I'm rocking with her. I don't really need to talk to all these other folk. Love her too. Um, Shout out to Deja, but that was my like first real friend that I can remember that like actually like I knew what a friendship was from her. So I didn't really mm-hmm. care about other people, but I did have a crush and I'm not going to say this nigga's name because I also still um, talk to him. And I feel like I was just like, so yes. And he had a crush on Ebony too. None of the people I ever liked just liked me. It'd always be like, which cousin are we going to deal with? That was annoying too. It's, like, it's one thing if it's like the girl down the street that you live next to and you're like yeah we're both cute and it's another thing when it's like this is damn near my sister it's not even like she's my cousin like we go home together we get to we go drive to school together we're together 24 7 like she's like my sister so it's like yuck now I'm over here like mad at myself for even liking you because now I know you like my cousin too and I'll never forget remember Davina I had big noticeable titties Yes, and I had nothing. So it was, <laughs> I literally had nothing. It was like, I couldn't even believe when I got my period because I was like, how the fuck am I on my period? <laughs> there is nothing here. With no body like, fat. No puberty could be happening to me at this point. And it was like, yes, bitch. And I got my period like months before Ebony. So I was even more confused. Like, she's the one with the breast. <laughs> didn't get it. Like, I was in denial. Ebony, Ebony was too though. She was like, I don't get it. I'm like, bitch, me either. How do you think I felt when I was checking my pad? Anyways before I digress because I love to do that I remember being in like gym class and him like comparing like sizing up the women in the class like what body shape he would like now mind you we're like this is like preteen body so the little bit we fucking got (laughs) basically we're like tiny it's just like her nubs a little bit bigger than your nub um, not and her, her nubs and literally and then it's like her body like oh I like butts that are like this instead of like that go out like yours I don't want like a wider but like nothing about me was wide so I was like so devastated I'm like oh my god he's never gonna like me but I don't really think that was a real heartbreak it was more so just kind of playing into my already low self-esteem like yeah. oh there there's just yet another girl that's going to catch his attention therefore 
or don't even try. So I've never yeah. really like made efforts in any relationships. Like most of the time, I'm, I'm never the I'm never the chaser. I'm never the one mm. like looking for the dude. I'm always sitting on the sideline waiting for like this nigga to come to me because it's like that's how he proves he wants me, his loyalty, mm. all of that shit. I realized realized that and this is all coming off the top of my head because I didn't think about this at all um but then like obviously my first true heartbreak was of course my daughter's father and that nigga break that shit a million times like I remember the first time where I probably should have ran I say this often run like when you see the first sign (laughs) of fucking sickness just run for the hills but I remember like he used to sleep over like we were super toxic and like always was together for the most part if we weren't at work and like mm-hmm. we broke up at one point and I remember like missing his body being in the bed I was like fucking 20 years old like right. how, how you already used to and I live at my mother's house like how you already used to like a nigga's presence yeah not even like his presence like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and be like oh my god he's not here he's not here that's called yeah. codependent codependent thank you that's the word I was thinking of it was sick man And I just feel like now, if I think about it, I have such a hard time, like, really being, like, completely, like, open 100%. Like, I call myself an open book, but I struggle with, like, really, like, giving my full self to people. Same. It's Mm -hmm. it's so sad because I feel bad for the people that have to date me sometimes because it's, like, I have this wall up that I'm, I Mm -hmm. try my best to put it down, but I really can't even help myself because I'm just, like, do I ever really want to go to that point where I, like, Mm where I devastated. Had, yeah the shit yeah. was that I remember like bawling and everything and my mom like rubbing my back laying in the bed with me like Ooh, it it's Damn. okay yeah I was like fucking sad he was like on my social media calling me tapped like literally broke into my page and was like writing crazy ass statuses oh, and people would be hitting me up like yo you good then you know like why the fuck you writing like bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks like on my page though (laughs) just devastated should not have gotten back in that toxic ass relationship but here we are 10 years later but I say all that to say like yeah like that really probably like sculpted how I like view relationships in general I'm like nah you're gonna have to be in this for the long run baby for me to even like like it's like ticking out a fucking brick wall almost like it Mm -hmm. is gonna take some time to break these shits down Mm -hmm. and I realize that even now that I'm like like I mentioned like I recently started dating and it's like oh my god David you are like just mean like like letting you kind of I am and the thing is I'm not even proud of it so when I admit it it's not because I know people are like oh my god she thinks I'm it's mean. cute I'm not friendly like I'm not I'm genuinely not trying to be this way but it just like it's just like a natural reaction yeah it might be trauma like you said PTSD like <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm like the claim shit, you know, I'll see what my therapist says in a few weeks when I go to meet with her again, but I just feel like I'm not sure that could be it, um, mm-hmm. so it's like be patient with me, because I'm not horrible, I just have horrible tendencies every now and then. The person that you're supposed to be with will be patient with you, because everyone, mm. everyone has, you know, that little period that they have to go through, like, even though I would describe myself as like a super open person, like, I would say that I'll tell you, like, like the most embarrassing things about me there are still parts of me that are super reserved mm. that kind of like um like like for instance like this guy I 
like have been I'm talking to him for a while. I've been talking to him for a while. And he told me some like potential bad news about like him possibly moving away. And as soon as that happened, I was like, I, I started formulating the plan. I said, okay, so how am I gonna like wean myself off get rid of this nigga how am i gonna get rid of him because like at this point like we're we were almost like like almost to the point of like almost love and stuff like that but that didn't make a difference to me i was like okay so how am i going to figure out how to wean myself off of him because one thing that it's 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 self-preservation and one thing that no matter what you do no matter what you eat, no matter who you talk to, who you pray to, what you write down and journal, what you meditate on, devastation will bite your ass. Like you, there's no, there's no escaping from it. Like sadness and just like um, emptiness. Oh that, my that God. feeling that you, you feel cannot when avoid someone leaves. There's you no cannot, avoiding I, it. The thing is, trust me, I remember being a child, like, and my mother being like, if there was one thing I wish I could protect my girls from is heartbreak. And I used to be like, yo, mm. this lady's mad dramatic. What she talking no, about? No, it's But it when I felt it for the first time, I thought I was going to die. Like, to you, die. Physically, <laughs> you literally can't eat. You can't sleep. It's like, yo, I like oh this nigga God. that much. That much? Like, I'm willing to lose weight over you, the little I put on that I like. You know what I mean? Like, you I'm over here. I can't think about nothing. I'm at work in the bathroom tearing the fuck right. up like I don't need this job to pay my car insurance. Like, what is happening with me? It's terrible. You don't recognize yourself. It really is terrible and it's devastating. And now that I'm a mom, I'm like, oh my God, my poor baby's going to have to experience this. This is fucking ridiculous. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can, you know, I can do. There's not anything. nothing. Like, there, there are people who I know who have been together with the same person since since middle school mm. they still have experience because yes, you know because what humans hurt point, each other yeah yeah at some point Hum- like even if it's unintentional mm-hmm. or in, if that's the yeah it's unintentional yeah i just feel like it's gonna happen and some and everyone has a different threshold so like we're over here talking about like our elementary school experiences like that might be someone's adult experience and they can't even fucking handle it you know what i mean i literally say that all the time like some of my friends are going through like their like what i went through when i was like 16 15 like as 28 year olds and when i say I would have much rather gone through that when I was 16 because I don't have as much shit to do. Like right. my money, my, my, I didn't have a rent to pay or a car note or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like I, if I didn't feel good, I mean, my mom's going to make me go to school, but like, if I, if I put it on thick enough, my mom, right. you can just there, go there, and, there. and have a stale face and still do your home, get your homework you done. Can, and yeah. You can just sit through class. Yeah. As an adult, you can't do it. And it devastates you in every aspect of your life. Like, mm. and for, and, be, and to avoid that, to avoid that type of hurt, like literal, a, a physical like sensation that you feel with that. I, I don't know. I kind of like cut it you off for very, very long a, time. Like, distance a almost. distance. Mm-hmm. And I, and can I remember feel myself first, doing that all the time, yeah. like, where it's like you're at arm's length all the time, all the time. You're months in, you're still over there. Like I remember, um, I, I date around, and um, I I can't say that I've ever felt anything that would like hurt me for a very long time since at least I haven't been hurt since at least twenty thirteen. Like I've been straight up until like last year. It was something so small, but it kind of just like how you said confirmed what I already thought, like how you think, how you thought that people thought you weren't cute. So that reinforced like your low self-esteem. This guy, 
reinforce what I already thought was going to happen and it actually hurt my feelings and I remember being a fucking psycho let me tell you I was a psycho mm-hmm. this this man basically he said something simple like I'm like oh he must not like me the way he the way I think he does so um I remember I was driving home from work and this man told me that he couldn't see um he couldn't see me that night and I was like oh I knew it I knew it. He doesn't like me. And when I remember crying on the way home and I was crying, but I was laughing. I was crying. I was like, <laughs> like on some joker shit. Because that was the first time someone had hurt me in a long time. And I was very happy that I could feel those feelings. I remember that specifically. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh my God, I'm crying. Sick. I'm crying because I'm sad. And I have not done this in a very long time. And I told him that too. I was like, I want to thank you because you hurt my feelings, but I didn't, but re- I didn't realize. didn't come over that night. It was it was more than that. It was like, oh, all okay. Things. I'm like, whoa, sis. Yeah. No, no. It was a lot more. It was kind of like okay. I thought he was doing something, and then like it just needed this like cherry on top to confirm it to me. And he that. put that cherry on top, so I was crying, but I was laughing because I was like, damn, no one has gotten under my skin like this in a minute, and mm. I'm happy that I'm human. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's always a good yeah. feeling when you're like, okay, I'm not complete. No one broke me yet. No Thank one you. broke me yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and that's all that all stems from like the first time, like that wall, and finally someone starts to like break down that wall and mm-hmm. it's kind of like, oh, let me build the shit back up because you want that fuck shit. Yeah. Or sometimes that's the thing with me now. It's like I create scenarios in my mind. No one's doing mm. shit to me half the time. Like nope. I'm literally like reading into every fucking movie you make. You take two steps to the left and one to the right. I'm like, hmm, what's that about? I don't think I trust that. I don't like it. This is weird for me. Suspicious. Yeah, this is now I gotta I now I gotta analyze him. He might be a fuck nigga. And the thing is, you're not giving me no fuck nigga traits you're not doing vibes, yeah. you're not giving me no vibes you're not doing shit you're just being a normal citizen in the world and i'm like mm, i just kind of normal bostonian <laughs> like for real especially be, here these people are trifling so it's like i i don't know yeah. like i need t- like time for me now is everything i remember always like rushing 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 and now i'm mm-hmm. like actually i can take time to develop those feelings because i want to make sure they're real and mm-hmm. I want to make sure they're going to last. And if I yep. rush into things, I don't, I might be blinded by what, like those feelings at the moment and then look down the line and be like, yo, I don't even think I like that nigga, you know? Oh my God. That's the worst. Like when you reflect and you're like, why the fuck? What? What was I thinking? Like, yeah. And, and that just is, that just shows that lust mm, is a real is a fucking drug. Man, it's a real lust drug. is a drug. And lust I, will have I you thinking think, you're heartbroken like no for real like because he didn't fucking text back fast enough my thing is I realized like half the people I lusted over I never even liked them as a person like it was just like oh my god he's fine let's talk about it (laughs) oh my god I like the way his swag is oh my god he's so swaggy and then you actually have a real conversation and you're like yo we have nothing in common I actually hate you as a human <laughs> like you're wow. mad shallow i can't yes. like that is like the quickest turn off of me when someone is just like all about things 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 or mm-hmm. you're not talking about anything like what about your family what about your mm-hmm. future like what and there's a lot of men out here that think that that's what women want so that they can show like oh i can take care of you money this money that i'm like yo i don't even care because mm. i still gotta talk to you even if you pay my rent like i'm telling you get it I don't get it. So that is the worst. Like I, I remember I had met this guy like this. When I say this was fast, I met this guy and was heartbroken with him 
by him heartbroken i'm using these air quotes for the listeners i was heartbroken by this guy within two months of meeting him and it's the lust that was there and the penis oh my god you would have thought that i was like i remember being at work like having to excuse myself from a, a meeting because i was going to cry and when I told the girl who worked in the cubicle behind me, because I was I was updating her, giving her a play-by-play on the situation, she was like, girl, you met this nigga three weeks ago. Right, like, making you feel all stupid. And then when you think about it, because you be doing the math in your head, like, good Lord, it was only three weeks. It, it was only three weeks possibly, ago. I couldn't possibly yeah. care that much. That, Even though, you know, time is not something that you can count how you feel and it depends on the times you spend with that person but three weeks is pretty like quick it's pretty quick and that's why we need to like these things need to sustain like that's how that's how I can tell the difference like when things are sustaining and when they have sustainability you know where do I see myself with you two years from now and I think that's that's important when thinking about relationships because I kind of feel like me now as like a grown adult a dating almost with a purpose I can't say that I'm, I'm dating to marry because I mean who knows sometimes I'd be bored but for the most part I'd be dating because I, I want to get to know someone and look you know low key for entertainment, but you know yeah. low-key like if I see the potential I ain't gonna discount you right, right but right. um I kind of figure like we have the rest of our lives to be together like what's the rush like let's let's get to the root here let's go deep and like we'll work our way to the surface because I tell people all the time, like, I can tell you a story for, I can tell you one story for the rest oh, yeah. of my life, and I will never run out of stories. Like, you never really know someone. And that's why heartbreak was so easy when we were younger, because things are hot, quick, and fast, and yes. lusty, and hormonal, and stuff like that. Now, it's kind of like, I can, it was a, it was nasty. It was mad. Girl, I was, girl, I was, ooh, I hope my mom never looked, ooh, Jesus, I was nasty when I was, ooh, my God, I ain't gonna <laughs> talk about it. But, yeah. um, yes, it was hot, quick, and fast, and nasty. And those fillers. I was pertained by developed. the way, because there was a shit nasty going on over here. Just throwing that Mm-mm. out there. No, it was it was Avina actually. Thank you. No, it was um. not. <laughs> no, I don't even, even think I'm nasty now. <laughs> she said, I don't even think I'm nasty now. I but know. yeah, those those feelings came quickly and the heartbreak was dramatic and it was devastating. I would take a sustained, slow um love than the quick fast mm-hmm. and whatever devastation any day because like even though I would say I was resilient back then I still don't have time for that shit yeah and the lessons, sad. the lessons mm. you learn from it is they're not as impactful at least mm-hmm. not positively when you do that quick fast in a hurry because it's like mm-hmm. what are you really comparing it to you three weeks of what like okay now you mm-hmm. have to dissect what what was about that guy in three weeks and it's probably not much because nope. you it know works. there's not really much for you to learn from so I don't sometimes I I prefer like meeting someone getting to know them for a little while and then realizing like hmm, you know what we're not compatible and because that's I fine. do I do learn and take right that is absolutely mm-hmm. fine because I take things away from it like okay these are the things I need to work on what are the things that I contributed to that not working out and are those things that are just a part of me or are those things I'm, I can I need to work on or that I'm willing to work on mm, so, willing willing to work yeah because there's some things I'm like no nah, that's just gonna be like and some of them are not what great things it's like it is what it is that like I can't even help myself I'm gonna be like that like I ain't purposely yeah. trying to do it and shit if I mm. do it again I it is what it is 
mm-hmm. then there are other things where it's like that's a toxic trait and no one should yeah. have to put up with that girl like get your, yeah. get your life at hand. back to our um being shitty people because we were heartbroken at the age of 12 um no no i would say overall necessarily a shitty person if you got heartbroken by the age of 12 it just helps shape who you are today yes that's what i was gonna say like i hello if i if i could think if i could thank my um ex i probably i I still see him every now and again if i could thank the guy that broke my heart when i was 16 i would because he got that shit out the way from me i i think i was a lot a lot more um uh emotionally intelligent than like my friends were when when you know in college and stuff like that I don't know why when you just said that something just jumped into my head because my first real heartbreak was with the guy I was dating but it wasn't his fault it was actually Ebony's so I do not thank her for that (laughs) she can't respond right now because it was some trifling ass shit to be completely honest but we can talk about that at a later date offline um and I just feel like I could have lived without that experience, you know, because there are certain things that just shouldn't happen to people. And I'm saying that not to throw Ebony under the bus, but to say that there are things that happen to people that don't need to necessarily happen. Like you don't need, a, not everything needs to shape you. Like when you hear about people yeah. abused at 14 by their first, oh, yeah, no. it's like, yeah. you didn't need that experience. Like, yeah, hopefully you gained something from it since it happened to you anyways, but there but are certain things that don't need to happen. And then they do shape you. And it's like, now you have to live with that that happening to you for the rest of your life so that's why it's like heartbreak is so tricky because Mm. you don't know what you're going to take away from it and it can be a tool or it can be trauma right and that trauma Mm. is what's the worst because Mm -hmm. I like sometimes it's like no amount of therapy will get you get that off out of your system like you're just it's just there it's definitely right stuck yeah oh I'm glad and if if it's not helping you it's hindering you so Right, right. Yeah, right. I feel that. Yeah. So, but I would yeah. say my my experience, I would personally thank him. Obviously, it wasn't anything that had to do with abuse or anything like that. Like I would say thank you for shitting on me because you actually aren't doing much with life anymore and you motivated me and it's great. Um, you know. Also, one of the reasons why I left my hometown is over a heartbreak too. So I would thank him too. Like I just need to get away, you oh, know. Okay. Heart- heartbreak is a, a a crazy motivator when when um Yes. You there properly. are a lot of people moving from different states and it's and I'm like I mean I wonder if it's almost running away though did run away did <laughs> but it helped it helped it did I he's he the guy who I ran away from he's happily married with kids and everything and I'm so so oh, so, so, you so helped happy him for him. oh yeah we definitely yeah we did the oh, best <laughs> the best so yeah I, I'm happy that that happened to me for sure. See, that's good. That's a positive way of looking at it. I think I was just honestly like what I learned also is that I'm sometimes delusional because a lot of the things for real though, I'm just keeping it real. Like a lot of the mm-hmm. things I I learned, like emotions that I've had, like no one knew that they were happening. Like no mm-hmm. one felt the way I felt. No one was agreeing with what I was feeling. It was literally right. me telling myself these things. Yeah. Like, I, that's why I think it's so important now, especially as a mother to a young girl confirmation bias 
or self-fulfilling yes. prophecy. Yes, like it's very important to speak light into yourself. Like, of mm -hmm. course, I'm going to do that as a parent, but it's like, you should also speak into yourself because some of the things we're telling ourselves is just really not true. Like, not true. who the hell made me think that I wasn't pretty? I remember doing an activity in like the eighth grade and everyone had to write on a, a trash bag. I think Ebony might remember this because she was in, well, she was always in class with me, but we all mm -hmm. had to like pass it around and it was like anonymous and everyone wrote like what they felt about you on your bag not a trash bag. Mm -hmm. It was like a little, you know, like those paper, paper bags. Bag. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the amount of people that was saying how beautiful I was and all these nice things, I was like, who the fuck are these? People? Like, oh. and you don't know who it's from. Like, you don't, yeah. like, it's just a bunch of people. And I'm like, and you could tell the boys handwriting from the girls. Cause you know, girls just of all, course. most of the time I have, have better handwriting. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Wow. Like that's when I started realizing like my perception is sometimes skewed and skewed. it's still like that till this day. Mm. Like this is not something I grew out of. <laughs> Sis, we're talking about something that happened in like 2003 or something like that. Like that shaped you as an adult. Like you remember that instance from eighth grade. Someone wrote on a piece of paper that yes, you were beautiful and that I was confirmation for like for you. years because I really was like wow mind you my mother have been telling me my whole life I'm beautiful but I'm like mother's mm. lie I'm just like <laughs> but, it's no, just, do. <laughs> but it's just you just did I just didn't really believe it and mm. then like seeing it there and then so sometimes when people be like no I never that felt that way why would you think that I'm like oh because I just told myself that like mm -hmm. I literally will tell myself things and then sabotage my own relationships off the strength mm. of this is just how I felt. So it right. trickles and into other sick. areas. Just sick, sick. for real. Talk about um, our trauma. That's another thing we need so, to talk about. Yes. Trauma. So that, yes. I feel like that's something we should take away from this conversation that heartbreak yeah. always leaves a scar. And mm, it's inevitable. Yes. And even if we yeah. can't see it, most people around us can. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my god that's it's a good always, thing away seriously I that have bitch like is their, damaged right or she's still hurt like there's some mm -hmm. I was having a conversation with a friend because I don't I can't say family member because I'm gonna be like who do I know her who and she do know her but oh here she go here she go y'all what are you talking about y'all I apologize. This is so like it's too. Much. Oh, Ebony's been working. Yeah, we're never. No, yeah. we're good. We're good. We can't say she's working. Remember, because someone might listen to. Oh, that. my bad. But, she's um, not working. Don't worry, Ebony. We'll figure out a better schedule because this was just us being rushed and just life and adulting. Yeah. Um, because I know my mother's looking like, am I getting a ride to work or not? So hurry up, whatever you're doing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just feel like sometimes people just can't see their heartache or how it like impacts them in the long run because there's I know of people that have been their heart was broken in like 2007 or 2011 mm. and then they're still like reacting to that heartbreak mm. and to this day every, broken up and everything everyone can see it though like everyone's mm -hmm. watching except for them habitat. and they're like what are you talking about I'm already through that this night and you're like eh, well I hate to break it to you boo you're um, not yeah, you're not. And that's why you're always complaining or you're doing like, and I can speak. And I'm like, I know because I can identify with that behavior because I do that shit too. Like mm -hmm. I can tell when I'm behaving a way that has nothing to do with the person I'm dealing with. It's just me mm -hmm. reacting to like how I've been hurt and how I would respond in my last situation. And sometimes it's hard for people to see that when they're just like, just still going through it. 
Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why I've been bringing up therapy a lot because I just feel like it's really important for everyone to at least have a therapist at one point in their life and just mm-hmm. dissect some of their baggage that they may not necessarily even see. Yeah, everyone has it. Everyone has baggage. I need to get into therapy too because I preach about it. I talk about it all the time. Uh, I think that's just a psychology major in me, mm-hmm. but I've yet to see a therapist, but I know. Um, well, girl, the blessing of COVID is there are so many virtual therapists now yeah. that you can find mm-hmm. you. Uh, and I was very adamant on having a Black therapist. Yes. And mm-hmm. I know it was difficult before COVID because like just like trying to find someone, especially Boston's like very whitish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found one and I was just like, okay, word. And my first session was like amazing it was just like she Mm. yeah like she didn't sugarcoat anything because I told her I was like my last like the one therapist I had I liked her but as a friend almost but not as Mm. a therapist because everything she would say she would just agree with everything I said and I'm like bro bro, what am I here for like I'm wrong listen to me no and it's the thing is I was coming out of my relationship that was abusive so it Mm -hmm. was like I'm talking to you about this and you're like well what do you think you should do like bitch that's why I'm asking you what do you think I'm here for (laughs) like I just took out of work for this right I'm paying you for this please I'm paying I'm paying you yeah so it's like like, well whatever you decide because I know like girl okay bye 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 Um, yep yeah we should wrap this up yeah Um, we would love your feedback on this episode guys um feedback has been going crazy we love it we love hearing from you guys um if you have any topics that you guys want us to talk about please don't hesitate to let us know if you have some commentary oh, on what we are talking about it. Mm-hmm. I've, been enough, I've been getting, I got some today as well. So I, oh yeah. Okay guys, I have to drop off. I, I'm, I'm trying to pack up. So I love you. Talk to you later. All right. Peace. Bye. <laughs> well, yes, that can be the ending for us as well. Um, yes. If anyone has anything they want us to talk about, uh, we are open to suggestions and we can talk about anything. We know we can talk about elbows. We can talk about, um, <laughs> Tink can talk about elbows, and I'll just listen and smile. You'll just listen, yeah. (laughs) All righty, so we'll see you next week. Peace.